Hey, friends, I'm so glad that you're with us. And I am Coach Mickey, and you are on with Coach Mickey and Friends. And if this is your first time joining us, come on in, make yourself comfortable. For those of you that join us on a regular basis, thank you so much. I love seeing your comments, your questions, and uh, some of the little things that you leave on all the social media. Please remember to subscribe so you can get all of our upcoming and new podcasts, you know, fresh off, fresh out of the oven right into your phone. So uh, I love hearing from you guys. And I am really excited today because we're going to do something a little bit different than we usually do. And I know those of you that do listen love the fact we have a little bit of diversity and, and learning experiences on many of the other podcasts. So today you guys are in for a treat that is going to help you not only emotionally, but also within your business and uh, in any other forms that you need within your life. And today I'm really excited because my guest today is Jody Moncrief, who is an empowerment facilitator, and she delivers many series and different workshops that are specifically designed to support us with our healing and our learning, not only in our personal lives, but also our professional lives. And it also helps us to relate with our self-worth. And that's why I'm really excited today, because that's what we're going to discuss. We are going to talk about self-worth, the missing link. So thank you so much, Jody. Welcome. Thank you, Mickey. I'm so excited to be here. I am. I'm so glad. We've been talking about doing this one, and I am really excited to share all this information because I think as individuals and things that are transpiring in the world today, we have got to be able to look inward and start healing and moving and processing to be able to, to look forward to the days to come in our future. Absolutely. So, so why self-worth the missing link? Why, why that? Why would that, why is that so important? Well, first of all, I believe that we're all recovering from our childhood. I think that's a real important um, statement to make because I just believe we all are at whatever age we are at. We're consistently and constantly uh, recovering from our childhood and It's really important to heal our past hurts and losses. And I like to say, getting beyond our story, stop relating to it, stop being who you're not, and stop relating to things that are in the past and who you thought you were. I think it's important to, you know, when you have self-worth, you you say no to abuse, any kind of abuse, you won't take it. Your self-worth is so high that you're not going to take any kind of abuse or disrespect from anyone, including yourself. And I think it's important to set boundaries for, you know, difficult situations. We're so afraid of not being liked or what people think of us. And I think um, setting boundaries is really, really important. And also, I think that us giving ourselves the time to be with ourselves. You know, we've got email, we've got take the kids here, cook dinner, groceries, this, that, social media, you know, spending time with friends, going to work. I mean, all the different things. And we really forget we need inner peace. We really need inner peace. Also, I think loving ourselves is probably the most important gift that we can give. 
the art of self-love. Also, mm -hmm. look ahead. Oh, and then forgiving ourselves and others. That is gigantic because holding on and, you know, seeking revenge, whether it's in your mind or it's in our, you know, being just not, you know, letting go, giving, forgiving yourself and others, and then being open to learning new ways of doing things and being an effective communicator and having healthy relationships. Wow, that's a lot to digest. It really is. No wonder you have these workshops that go on for 10 weeks because that's a lot of information to, to digest and, and surface and deal with. But it's all really good, though, because you brought up some very strong uh, facts that I think that we don't allow in our lives. And what I mean by that is we don't take the time. We don't send the boundaries. We allow things to happen and people treat us ways in our lives that we just let slide. And then at the end of the day, you know, and again, I'm going to speak personally for myself. I know there's times where I've allowed things to transpire in my life. And at the end of the day, when I go to bed at night, I'm the one that feels bad. You know, I feel horrible instead of standing up and setting the boundaries and not allowing that that disrespect. Um, there was also something you said and I'd heard a quote and I wanted to share it. You had talked about revenge. And I read a quote one time that said, revenge is like taking poison and waiting for the other person to die. Yes. <laughs> you know? and, and yeah. And I mean, it really is because sometimes, and again, I, I'm talking from my own personal experiences and chime in any, you know, any time is I think with things that happen that you are constantly focusing on and it, playing it over and over in your head, a lot of times the other person has no clue. They're sleeping fine. They have no right. idea that you, this right. is just tearing you apart and, and it's eating at you emotionally. So, so with the, so, okay, we just, we just got transparent friends. We just got real transparent here. So, okay, <laughs> let's, so let's try to break this down a little bit. So, what would you suggest for everybody that's hearing this? What is the the steps? Now, again, I'm sure this is stuff that you cover in your, your workshops, mm -hmm. which is great. But for everybody to take a little something, something uh, today, can you kind of give a little bit of insight on what is the best way to, to view even one or two of these things that they can, uh, that can help? Yes, absolutely. I'm going to say, first of all, not listening to our conscious mind, that little chitter chatter that always tells us, oh, you're not good enough and you're not doing this and you shouldn't do that and you're not good enough. And no, no, no. And, you know, that voice in your head, turn it off, turn it off. We need to train our brains because they are caught, our brains are causing problems. <laughs> You know, they're yeah. really causing problems. Go with your gut, go with your heart, stay away from the brain. I know that sounds, that sounds funny, but our brain is not, you know, designed to deal with emotions. Our brain is to think and do our work and get things done, but not anything to do with our emotions. I think that's a really, really big point. And then, you know, you talked about revenge and, you know, I, went through my whole life and, you know, hurt. And, you know, when we grow up, we do the best we can and our parents do the best we can. And we 
you know, get hurt, whether it's not even anything that was said or any big traumatic experience, we're just hurt in our lives as kids, just the messages that we're getting. And again, you know, minus big gigantic trauma, everybody was doing the best they could. So I myself took this hurt and I dragged it and dragged it and dragged it into my adult life. And I wondered why I was always ticked off. Why am I so <laughs> pissed off, right? And, you know, the classic, well, the reason we're angry is because there's hurt underneath it. And we continue to be hurt and disappointed, even on a daily basis. And I think, uh, you know, being aware of that, I mean, even if somebody says, I'm going to meet you and we're going to go do this and you're disappointed, that's a hurt, you know, yeah, just yeah. really looking at that, really looking at that. That makes sense. It really does because other people's actions, I think, weigh a lot on us. And and again, you know, actions speak louder than words. And when things transpire in our lives that we have no control over, instead of just letting it go, we allow it to consume us or or you know set something within us that doesn't sit right. Now, okay, now you did bring up the example of maybe someone not showing up for lunch, and that's a disappointment. However, you know, you did say it does transpire from our childhood. So would you find, or again, maybe you can enlighten and share, uh, is a lot of this based on our childhood because something had transpired in our past that just is a foundation for all this other stuff to keep piling on top of? Absolutely. And even if it wasn't a trauma, even if you had a decent childhood, when we come into this world, we are perfect as babies. We're absolutely perfect. And then we go through our phases and we get messages, you know, unsaid things that affect us. And it could be, you know, so we grow up and a teacher or, or a parent, a friend of a parent, um, or anyone says, oh, you're not going to be anything, or you try to show them something that you did as an art project, and they poo-pooed it and went, oh, you're not, you know, you're, you'll never be an artist, or whatever, any kind of, actually, any kind of putting you down, because you're either lifting someone up, or you're not, and so it's that black and white, and I try to think about that on a daily basis, Am I lifting someone up or am I, you know, am I putting them down in some type of way or dismissing them? I think that's really, really important to look at, you know, on a daily basis. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, I think people receive things a specific way and then how they use that information is what usually takes the next steps. And, and I was thinking about when you were talking about, uh, you know, a, a teacher or a parent, um, coaches, counselors, you know, anybody that works with children, they have to realize how much responsibility they have when they work with kids because they're so vulnerable and they look up to these people as mentors. And I remember um, in high school, I had, uh, I wanted to be an oceanographer. I really wanted to be an oceanographer. Now this was because I love the ocean and my, and the animals and everything else. But during that time frame, my grades weren't exactly uh, 
good enough to get into specific colleges. However, I still had the passion and the ability to do it. And back then, you didn't like log on to the internet, you had to send away for information and get all that and you had to have it. And I remember walking into my counselor and handing handing him two different packets. One was to Gainesville, Florida, and the other one was out here to San Diego. Because those are the two schools that had uh, oceanography. And I remember he sat back in his chair, didn't even look at me, didn't even give me uh, the time of day or even make eye contact with me. And he picks up my folder, flips through it, throws it at, at me at this desk. And he said, girls like you don't go to colleges like this. What is, and I'm like, what does that even mean? And, and I, I remember gathering up my stuff and, and walking out of his office going, what does that mean? Girls like me don't go to colleges like that. Is it because I'm 5'1", because I'm a brunette? You know, but I think what he was referring to was my grades. Um, I think, I'm sure that's what he was referring to. But it was just like, what a statement. Now, with that information, because it did tick me off, after right after graduation, and I was in upstate New York, by the way, I packed up all my stuff the day after graduation, drove to Florida, and mm -hmm. I was determined to still go to school down there in Gainesville, even though and I ended up going to Florida Atlantic University. But I still I didn't wow. allow his opinion to, you know, be my reality. But that's me. But there has been other things where somebody has said something to me, and it just cuts me right to the core. And I can't get by it. Well, I'll tell you something. I think people don't realize the effect they have, especially people in authoritative positions like teachers, coaches, mm -hmm. um, daycare, you know, whatever it may be to work with kids. They do not take that as seriously as they should. And that is a big to me. I just want to take all the kids and just put them in a big hug and, <laughs> and say, don't listen to anything that's negative. Just take it in, you know, make it positive. But um, I, you said the, you know, it didn't matter what people think. And I'll tell you something, um, self-worth, true self-worth is um, not being able to be distracted by what other people's people think about you. And, our, and our self-confidence is our ability to take risks. And then our self-esteem, you think they're all the same, right? Right. It, it's our personal worth and value. And guess what? We like ourselves no matter what the circumstances is are. No matter what the circumstances. If we're just going through something horrible, anything, it doesn't matter. Because you've got really healthy self-esteem and you've you have personal worth and value you like yourself regardless of the circumstances how many times can you think of that you know we put ourselves down and you know for what we're going through and this is saying no you know what i'm going to love myself regardless of the circumstances that is a very powerful statement because i think a lot of times the people we're surrounded by uh are constantly uh, in our heads, you know, mm -hmm. either what, what they say, whether it's coworkers, whether it's, you know, parents and, you know, like and even people you have to deal with on a regular basis. I know even taking people in small doses, you know, and still trying to work with them within your capability can still <laughs> wear on you after a while. It's like having that pebble in your shoe, you know, you're, you know, it's there. And every time you take a step, it's a little bit of an annoyance, but you know, eventually you got to take your, untie your shoe, take the pebble out and just go, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to keep walking on this on a regular yes. basis. 
Yes. And then that goes back to the conscious mind listening to it because all those people's thoughts get into your conscious mind. See, see, he said it wasn't good. You're not good. See, he told you we weren't going to make it. Blah, 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 blah. Get rid of that. And really, I mean, I love, I love that, you know, not being distracted by what other people's think, other people's think. And my favorite saying is what others think is none of my, what others think about me is none of my business. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And that is so true. And I think that's very powerful because we internalize. So I, again, when I say we, I, I want to backtrack because I don't want to speak for everybody that's listening. Mm-hmm. This refers mostly to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think we have to look at the, look at the statement look at the situation, um, take the circumstances into uh, consideration, and then also the person that it's coming from. Because so many mm-hmm. people, I think, are unhappy in their own lives that mm-hmm. it's easier to project that unhappiness and whatever's transpiring onto other people. So what is that statement? Misery loves company? <laughs> yes, yes. And, you know, I think a lot of us are walking around you know, daily thinking, you know, I just don't, you know, I feel like something's wrong with me. I feel like something's wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with us there. You know, we, I mean, in, and I'm not really religious, but I'm just going to say in God's eyes, we're all, um, you know, the same and we're loved and that, you know, self-love is the art of self-love and the and the self-care is so important. I also want to say whatever keeps us up at night, that's what we need to work on. Ooh. That's a really good, that's a really good indicator of what we need to work on. That's pretty good because you're right. Your sub your conscious and your subconscious is usually the first thing that pops up in the morning or like you said, or as you go to bed at night, I find that in the morning, if I wake up, and that's the first thought that's on my in my brain, as I wake up, or even after I get coffee, all of a sudden, it just starts to surface. I'm like, okay, this is something that really needs to be addressed. Because if it's if it's hitting me first thing in the morning, and the last thing at night, then I need to address this. Yes, that's, that's a good point. And then that's where we give our ourselves the time to just be with ourselves, get away from the um, you know, social media and emails and, you know, talking and being, you know, just being by ourselves. And I'm talking to myself while I'm saying this, being, you know, taking the time to really be with ourselves. That is so important. And it's so underrated because it is just the most important thing in the world is for us to be, you know, with ourselves and without all the BS, you know, all the oh, conscious yeah. mind crap. Yeah. One of one of the things that I noticed that was um that's hard to do. And and again, this was something that I had done many years ago and I can't ever remember who suggested it. So I, you know, forgive me if I'm not giving the person the right credit. Um, however, I remember they said just take set a timer, you know, and whether it's on your phone and just look at yourself in the mirror. I mean, really look into your own eyes into a mirror. And I'll tell you what, I never had so many emotions go through my head. There was a couple of points where I really wanted to look away because I could, I just couldn't look at myself. And it wasn't wow. because of anything bad. It was just a matter of, it just forced me to have to address 
the emotions that I have been stifling or pushing aside or not allowing myself to, to deal with for so long. And it was very empowering, but it, it was also it was also something that was uh, very insightful too. And I highly recommend that this is something you want to do when you are ready to take the next step in your life, you know, such as to take your workshops, you know, uh, start looking in internally, fixing and dealing with it. Because a lot of times our minds shut things off until we are absolutely mm-hmm. ready to deal with them. And, mm-hmm. and it could have been years and years and years ago. And yes. that, yeah. yeah, that is so good, Mickey, because that is you know what do they say the the eyes are the window to the soul yeah right yes and and you know what and another thing that you brought up whatever time whatever we're going through it's it all in the perfect timing we don't have to beat ourselves up i do that myself you know i have to go nope this is you know it's all in good time yeah yeah you know i was thinking about when you said the little voices in your head, like, you know, you can't do this or, you know, you're not good enough or why are you trying all this other stuff. I've had to learn. I had to look at my brain like a computer where we have all these files that are saved. And and, and I'm sure all of us have got files on our computer that we stuffed away quotes or we stuffed away pictures or or maybe maybe we started writing and we put that aside and we're like, yeah, I'll get to it later on. Years have gone by and you forget that file's there until one day you all of a sudden you're going through and you're cleaning up your hard drive or you're you're changing computers and you're like, oh, I forgot that was there. And then you bring it forward and then you have to work with it. Well, there's a time I think that I have things go in my head where I'm like, wait a minute, this doesn't serve me anymore. Why am I hanging on to it? Why don't I just hit delete and get rid of it? Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, so I'm, and again, I'm giving you my personal thoughts and experience. But it, I mean, within your workshops, I mean, are these the things that? Because I know people are asking the questions like how and why, and you know, and what's the next step. So maybe you can enlighten everybody with with what's the best thing to do. Maybe give them a little something, something to to start the process, and then they can always reach out to you, you know, after after our podcast or later on for more information. I think a lot of it has to do with revisiting your past um, consciously and looking at the hurt. And it's usually from three to six, I believe, years old. And just being with that. And then um, we provide in the workshops a very safe space where this can be processed. And we're not absolutely not counselors. We're not teachers, we're facilitators. We facilitate the process and we ask a lot of questions. You share if you want to share, you don't if you don't want to. And I think that, um, I think I told you before that we have only six people in our online workshops, six people maximum. So it can be very, very, um, you know, small groups, personal, personal and just, I guess the biggest thing is having a safe space to process all of this. I think that's important in a safe space because 
we leave ourselves, it's so vulnerable. I mean, we are really opening ourselves up and you have to feel like you can trust and feel good about what you're sharing in the place that you're sharing it. And, and I think that's really a powerful statement. And I do like the fact that you're doing it very intimate with six people. It's not like a, a massive group. I've been or to less. say in or less. Yeah. Because sometimes it's two people. Sometimes it's three people. We do six max. Now, do you do a lot? Can you do one-on-one counseling to not counseling? Cause you said you're not counselors. So can you, can you person work with you one-on-one if they feel a little bit more uh, uh, inclined to, instead of coming in with a group? Um, that can be worked out. Perfect. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That's nice. Cause I know there's some people go on. I don't want to, you know, that's something I don't want to share, but I think I, you know, you need to have the growth. And I think the hardest thing about growing and, and taking time for yourself is allowing yourself to understand and see what, what, what actually is going on and step out of denial and, and actually, <laughs> yeah. And yes. that, and that's where you have need that safe space. Yes. So, so. And, you know, um, definitely stepping out of denial. And then what you get after you step out of the denial or actually step into, you know, the fact that you have been into, to, into denial, then you feel the feelings. That's, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So we got about five more minutes. So I, I want to leave this with you. So why don't you, there's a couple of things I want, I would uh, love for you to share if you could with uh, with our circle of friends. I know we talked about the self-worth uh, core of empowerment. That's one of the workshops that you're going to be uh, doing very soon. And you can go to jodymoncrief.com and you guys are going to be able to find all her information on the Coach Mickey and Friends website and all the social media. But there's also another uh, workshop that you're going to be doing called 10 ways to build confident children. And we talked about how things affect us as kids. So this workshop here sounds pretty amazing. Um, and who would you suggest should be able to take this type of workshop and, or what does it offer? Well, we have 10 topics that we go through and, and it has to do with bullying. It has to do with house meetings Um, I can't remember exactly all the topics, but there's 10 topics, 10 weeks, one hour a week um, for 10 weeks. And I would recommend it for anyone that has anything to do with children. This is so dear to my heart just because of all the negativity that's gone on with the authoritative people, you know, and the authority positions and how negative they are and the negative messages they're giving they might not even say anything but they might give a negative message but those are can be coaches teachers grandparents parents even if you your kids have grown up already it's going to help you with your relationship now with your adult children the other one is 10 ways to build your business so people that are you know i fairly i like to say being new in business or just wanting to grow their business and it's another 10 ways to grow your business, 10 weeks and um, one hour a week, which is, you know, you can spare one hour a week, right? And invest it in your in yourself and your business. And those are those are 10 week courses. And then my core empowerment program with self-worth is a 40 week program, one hour a week 
and that has homework involved in it. Not not extensive homework, but some um, home assignments too. I know a lot of people are going 40 weeks, but I but I want to kind of put this in perspective because I was thinking about this. You, if you've lived all your life, whatever your age is, you know, let's 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 just go 35. Let's say you're 35. We'll just use an average age, 35. Think of it. That's 35 years of whatever's going on in your life that you've been dealing with. So to put in 40 weeks, which is uh, once once you know, would you say once a week? for an hour. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so, so once a week for an hour to be able to move forward in your life so you can get rid of everything else that you're dealing with and move on, I think is, is time well worth spent. My gosh, we, we uh, waste hour, one hour a week with television or social media or whatever else we're doing. And, and I guess so one hour to improve your life and, and feel good about yourself, I think is, does have a lot of value, you know, Absolutely. That's, that's, it's priceless. It really is. Um, so with that being said, I really appreciate you being here. I love the fact you're offering all these programs, you know, I, to be able to have someone to go to and present this type of information to help you as an individual, I think is um amazing. It's priceless. It's everything I think we all need. Even if it's a little thing, you know, to something major, you're always going to be able to benefit in your life when you start focusing on yourself and self-growth. So what, uh, so where can everybody find you? JodyMoncrief.com. And I hope, you know, everyone got at least a tidbit, just a tidbit at least um, to help them in their just in their daily lives. Yeah. I thank you so much, Jody. I really appreciate you being here today. And I want to have you back and let's discuss some of these other, these other uh, programs that you're going to be facilitating because I'm sure you've got some more things to offer in yes. the near future. <laughs> I'd love to come back. Thanks again for having me. Oh, you are so welcome. So my friends, thank you again for joining us uh, here on Coach Mickey and Friends. And I love hearing from you guys. And hopefully this gives you a little something. I know it did for me. Uh, a lot of times it's a reminder to do things for myself. And also I'm always growing. You know, that's another reason why I offer this podcast is uh, not only for just the, the information and to connect with you personally, but also to let you know that as a friend, you know, we're all going through something. We're all dealing with, with something in our lives. And you guys have that have been with me since the beginning, you know that this podcast consists of podcasts like this, where we have somebody on that can offer you a little something, something in your life to being goofy and just having a good day and laughing. But that's just the way life is. So with that being said, I look forward to hearing from you and seeing you next week. Remember, we are just ordinary gals trying to live an extraordinary life. I love you guys. I will see you next week. Bye. This episode was brought to you by KeepOnSharing.com. They're calling themselves the first truly ethical social network. They'll share back 50% of their revenue with their users, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. It's free to register, and they never sell your information. You can list your products, events, and content for free. Adult content accounts, be gone. They're fun, positive, and encouraging sites supporting local business. In a day and age where social media sites, even well-established ones, are being brought to light left and right for their questionable and sometimes downright archaic business practices, KeepOnSharing.com is a well-needed breath of fresh air. 
While you can share personal content, news articles, or just about anything for fun and profit, the marketplace allows practically anyone to sell anything at any time from anywhere. But on this site, you are the boss. I cannot express how amazing it is that KeepOnSharing.com shares 50% of all revenue back with the users on top of having a truly transparent, supportive, and clean business model. Check them out. I'm signing up. Will you? Go ahead and meet me on there. Just go to KeepOnSharing.com. A link will be provided in this episode's description. 